Season 4, Episode 5, Saving Money and Creating a Budget with Millennial Homemaker, Leah Janik. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Today on the podcast, we have a special guest who also happens to be my oldest friend, literally known her for like 23 years. She is a wedding photographer and a fellow millennial homemaker. Her name is Leah Janik. Her and her husband have been married for, is it four years? Yes. For four years. (laughs) You had to think about that a little. (laughs) And they often get asked about saving money and those kind of budgeting strategies because they seem to be doing it very well. And I know that they eat from home a lot and that's something that I aspire to do. (laughs) So we wanted to have Leah on to give some general information about that topic and advice on how to balance a budget as a newlywed. And this could also apply to any stage of life, but it's especially good for those post-grad and beyond. Welcome, Leah. Hi. And I'm really glad that you clarified oldest and then said how long it <laughs> I was like, everyone's going to think that she asked her grandma to come. <laughs> you um, have an old soul, so that can Yes, that's true. That is very Also, true. Leah, I think you'll get a kick out of watching my sound waves. I'm fascinated <laughs> already. <laughs> uh, I'm very demonstrative. It's Jacqueline sent me the ones from today's episode and was like, sorry. I got carried away. <laughs> Jackie like hadn't talked at all. That's a good point. I need to make sure that you talk this episode because I feel so bad because I just overtake things. I, some of my fondest memories are telling you that you need to talk softer in Starbucks and that I'm right here. Uh, still having those conversations. <laughs> okay, Leah. So you were saying, we were kind of talking about this topic and you were saying that it's boring to have people just talk about money. So I think it's good for you to tell us why you care about this topic and kind of like how it came about that you're a guest on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is. I feel like it falls in the category of things that you're not supposed to talk about, like politics and sex. And I think there's another like dinner time one. That Religion. 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 That's a good one. Um, <laughs> there's all these things that you're not supposed to talk about and then people don't know about it. Growing up, my parents were like, it probably wasn't super noticeable. Jacqueline, you would be able to say, but like they were pretty money conscious, but at the same time, they, we still like went on trips and like had stuff. Like we weren't living meagerly, but they just were very conscious and they would always tell me to, they didn't rub it in my face and like force me to do different things or the way they were doing them. But like, I remember them referencing Clark Howard a lot. And they would say like, when I wanted to get the new Venus razor, (laughs) I remember my mom saying, well, Clark Howard says that those are like really expensive and that you should just buy. I don't even know what she told me I should buy, but she like told me like, the thing that's cheaper and I was like okay like a men's razor I don't know that's such a random thing to remember though specifically the Venus razor and I think I know exactly which one you're talking about she really wanted it okay I did really want it and my dad like had a conversation with with me and was like you could really hurt yourself with this and I was like oh my gosh like I just want to shave my legs (laughs) but they just would always give me like little tidbits of advice but they didn't like 
force me to do anything or save a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to college, I like had jobs. I don't think I was even like remotely responsible with that money if I had to be honest. And I'm sure my mom, if you asked her, would be like, no, she wasn't doing anything (laughs) beneficial with her money. But then I got married and then we might talk about that more later, but I actually had a whole year where I didn't buy any clothes after we got married because I bought so many for the wedding. I need to do that. (laughs) And Tyler is very practical and he's... Your husband. Yes. Yeah. I'm married to a guy named Tyler whose dad (laughs) is a forensic accountant. So Tyler is very mindful of money. And, then, and he's an en- he he's an A and M boy. Go yeah. Aggies, right? Texas A and M. He is <laughs> all about them, which is fine. Our first year of marriage, like honestly, we did like nothing. Like we didn't go on any trips, and then we hit the end of the first year, and we were like, "Where would our money go?" Like mm-hmm. we didn't save anything. We both agreed that we weren't saving like we wanted to. We had eaten out way too much, and which had also contributed to gaining weight. But that's another whole issue in general. <laughs> And we decided like, okay, we're going to change what we're doing. And I guess I just reverted back to like my childhood and my mom saying like, well, Clark Howard says to do this. And so I like remember sitting at my desk, Googling Clark Howard, how to save money. (laughs) It like just kind of all went from there. And I started just learning about things that I didn't know existed and accounts and kind of where we ended up today. And that you were able to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And I know that was like a big well, part of. Well, that was part of this. We had bought a house like significantly under the budget that we had planned for. And then we still like came out and we were like, wait, we like spent less money than we thought we were going to. Why don't we have more money type yes. thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I know. I know that like was that, part of the frustration. That down payment for Jackie, like that's really where her and Drew. Yes. And that was even before you got married that you knew you were getting married. And so you were like, we're going to work to get a down payment and everything like that. So like, that's kind of how y'all. Absolutely. Like that's I when we had like a big savings goal and we were actually because so like Jacqueline said, Leah is like her oldest friend. And so Leah and I are in the same town and we were actually house hunting around the same time and (laughs) we found this well also jackie you and leah have known each other since like middle school too yeah yeah we've also known each other for a long time yeah so um we're all friends yeah um but drew and i found this adorable little house online and we sent it to our realtor and we're like we want to go look at it and she was like it's under contract like it went under contract today and a couple months later i found out it's because leah and tyler bought it (laughs) (laughs) So we are going through this at the same time. And I think when you're buying a house and you're planning for that down payment, you have that goal in mind. And then when that is gone, when you bought the house, you don't know what to save for next. And then you don't have a goal. Yeah. And then you have a house that actually has like all these problems that you're like, oh no, now I have to fix them, not a landlord. It's very upsetting. Yeah. (laughs) And your money just goes right back into the house. And you don't even know how. Especially if you like decorating, like Jackie. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all a part of like adulting. And this isn't a sexy topic. I mean, it's just a matter of the fact thing. And it's really interesting because it's like you see these people live these extravagant lives, go on these extravagant trips, Mm -hmm. always getting their Starbucks coffee or whatever. And it's like people don't talk enough about these kind of things. That's why I love that so many of our listeners are 
conscious about eating at home and stuff like that. So talk about some like general pitfalls. Uh, I think probably credit cards are a really big pitfall for a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Um, I know for us, what we try to do or what we do is that we like never spend more than that we know that we have. And we actually try to stay below that even still because once you get into like credit score and all that, oh man, what's the, you have to keep your like utilization below a certain amount Mm -hmm. to like keep a good credit score. And I can't remember what the percentage is. Is it like 30%? That might be it. That could be it. (laughs) (laughs) I know 30% is involved somewhere, but I'm not sure exactly where. It might even be lower, but I feel like 30 is the highest. And so like not only not spending everything that you can on the credit card, but you have to actually keep it less than that to actually keep a good credit score. And I don't think a lot of people know about credit scores, which no. they are, they're kind of weird. Yeah. Understandable. It's kind of like whose line is it anyway, where the points are made up, except in this case, they do matter. <laughs> That's funny. One of the things that annoys me the most about that is when people check it and then it goes down. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. No Which sense. That's I like like my Discover card gives me my credit score for free yeah. every month and it doesn't like ding it. Which right. I don't but know how they can af- decide to do that, but Well, yeah, they can do that, but like then like what if you're like, you know, getting a background check or I don't know what, you know, there's a lot of things if you're getting a loan for something. I mean, right. if you're a new car, I mean, people check it like they and they have to do the official check. They're not going to be like, "Open your yeah. phone app." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like that's so yeah. stupid. You can use things like Credit Karma as mm-hmm. well as the Discover thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I don't know if this is interesting to people, but do you all know about credit freezing? No. Um, I've heard the term. No idea what it means. It's free now, which is a big deal. Tyler and I had to pay for it to have done, but like Equifax, one of the credit bureaus got hacked like within mm-hmm. the last couple of years. And so like, I think it's like two thirds of American, like Americans people have enough of your information to like steal your identity. Mm-hmm. And that's how people start credit cards in your name. Mm-hmm. So actually something that a lot of people should do is freeze their credit because then credit cards can't be opened in your name. They can't like just go buy something because they have like your social security number. Even oh. they have to have this code. Oh, I had no idea that you that's could do really that. I know about yeah. stuff like LifeLock or whatever. That probably has nothing to do with that. You know what I'm talking about. Well, like, where it, like, tells you if, you like, your information's being used somewhere. Yeah. 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 But I think the... Some people's thought is that, like, that's too late. And Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. we froze our credit. But I don't know if that's something that everyone wants to do. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I didn't even know that was possible. It's pretty easy. I'll have to look into that. That's weird. Our goals, I know for us specifically, is really not like an amount of money in the bank because that's actually not very motivating. I think that you are, it sounds fun to have a lot of money in the bank, but the reality is there's something that you want more than you want money. (laughs) And so we have to find our own goals. And like for Tyler and I, we like to be able to take trips just kind of whenever we want. Mm -hmm. And we definitely want our like mine and Tyler's relationship with money we don't want to be fighting over it or like one of us in tears every month because the Mm. credit card bill came we want it to just be like a oh like here's what I spent it's fine because we stayed under budget and it's just like a conversation it's just a part of our marriage and then it's 
done and over. We don't want it to be something hanging over our heads. And then we also want to obviously be prepared if something goes wrong because Mm -hmm. you have, I think it's very important to have emergency budgets because yeah, like our actual dryer is messed up right now. Tyler's in there trying to fix it. So oh, if you hear and that, that can be expensive. It can be expensive. And yeah. I don't want to buy a new dryer. We bought one when we got the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's soon. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we really want to be able to do is just to help people when they need it and mm-hmm. not to have the reason of, well, we don't want any decision to be affected by like, well, we don't have the money for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't make the decision to retire and move to a beach because of money. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. But any right. like practical decision or, you know, if someone comes to you and says, hey, I know this family that, yes. you know, is having a really hard time. Can you go and buy them some clothes or, you know, whatever? You don't want to be like, I'd love to, but I can't afford it. Yes. And I love buying gifts for people, like mm-hmm. especially like my nephews and nieces. If anyone follows me on Instagram, I tend to be pretty obsessed with them. <laughs> and I don't want to not be able to buy them something because like I looked in my bank account and it just wasn't there. Right. Yeah. Because like he went and ate out at Thai food too many times this month. personal <laughs> 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 experience. Um, I, I love that. And I love that you're talking about like the why behind it, because mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Leah, have you taken the Enneagram personality test? (laughs) I was waiting for that to come up. I haven't taken it. I read over them and I'm pretty sure I'm an eight, but why? What are you thinking? Okay, I can see that. I'm a one. Um, We'll go... Yeah, we'll go more into that later. At some other, I think I want to do like a whole episode on it. But that a personality test, I'll put a link in the show notes, or Jackie will put a link in the show notes. But the personality test basically like figures out your motivators and your fears, and like, and that's kind of what shapes your personalities and shapes your decision making. And so I think just having like a self, a level of self awareness to me is just so important and especially because I've been obsessed with the Enneagram like hardcore this weekend and I made Jackie take it she made I made Jordan take it I made you take it I made my coworkers take it they made their spouses take it (laughs) um anyway and so that's like a good you know it it shows you your motivators and so and that has a lot to do with money too is like your Mm -hmm. personality of like if you get stressed you buy stuff I mean that's Uh, so I really like that's um, my stressor I need to, I need to be better about that. Now, Leah, do you and Tyler have like a Google spreadsheet for your budget? Like how, like one-on-one, like 101 budgeting, how do you start? (laughs) Um, We have done the Google spreadsheet budgeting. We probably should like just redo it again. When, Mm -hmm. when we were like first getting started at all this, we did because it helped me a lot because I'm not a numbers person Mm -hmm. and I got like freaked out at times definitely by like oh my gosh this is like huge um so we haven't kept up with it recently but we did initially have like a okay we have to pay this much to a mortgage and this much to this and then mm-hmm. this much is left and that can be kind of a depressing conversation <laughs> yeah um but it's a good one to have Absolutely. and just looking at all your bills every month instead of just i would rather not look at them but you have to mm-hmm. And that sounds like so simple, but it's true. Have you ever looked at every dollar? No, what's that? So it's um, part of Dave Ramsey's. So it's a website and an app and it's completely free. And then he has a paid version, but 
I don't use that, but it's a budgeting <laughs> app and it's um, goal because Dave Ramsey, you know, he had the um, envelope method where you put so much in every envelope, you know, one for groceries, one we for bills. Yeah. And you only spend what's in the envelope. And well, now nobody carries cash anymore. So that's not really practical. So it's basically that same method, except you budget out to the penny based on what you're bringing in that month. And he has you, he has six steps to help you like gain wealth. And the first one is to get $1,000 in your emergency fund and then to pay off your debt using the snowball method, which is, you know, paying, yeah, the littlest one first and then using that money to pay the next one. And then um, the next one is, I think, six months expenses and it just keeps going, but it gets you to budget out to the penny. And Drew and I started doing that this summer um, when he was like going through job changes and it has helped us so much because it's not as intimidating, I don't think, as a spreadsheet. I agree with that. I do love Dave Ramsey and the stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just, he's not the person that I like follow the most. I'm I'm just following my parents' footsteps and listening (laughs) to Clark Howard like an 80-year-old person. I remember listening to Clark Howard with my parents on talk radio, so I feel ya. Um, I've also heard of the app, it's called You Need a Budget. I, I have heard of that one and I've heard a lot of people like it. And I That's used awesome. it a long time ago. You did. I've um, some of my friends were talking about it this weekend, so I haven't ever used it. But I was like looking over their shoulder as they were showing me stuff, and it seems cool. It seems like I definitely like. We did the envelope method actually before we got married, mm-hmm. when we were just engaged, and um, you know we weren't living together, but it was like yeah, we kind of started yeah. combining finances at that point, and. That was interesting, but we haven't really done that in a long time and we need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So this conversation is helpful to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say. If you're listening and you're like, I need to do this stuff. And I have friends who are married with teenagers and they still don't have all their stuff together. So, you know, never feel like every day is a good day to start and just don't, don't let it overwhelm you like mm-hmm. y'all were Okay, so Leah, you made this nice, we're going to give y'all access to this really good little like notes that mm-hmm. Leah kind of typed up um, in our show notes, if that's okay with you, Leah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it cuter before this episode goes live. Just tell me when it's going to happen and then I'll try to do that. Okay. Yes. Okay, so what are some real small practical steps that people can take to start budgeting or start thinking about this? I think most millennials probably could work on eating out mm-hmm. and how much they spend on food in general. So I, the first thing we did really was look at how much we were eating out. And then I think we originally cut it in half because it was probably like five times a week. I don't know. <laughs> um, but now we only eat out once a week, but I would say make your goal to eat out like half the amount of times that you do now. Mm-hmm. And you would be shocked at what that does. Oh, for your absolutely. Budget. Absolutely. Um, And then the other small step that we took, well, I guess for me, it was a big step because it was a whole year, but either have a no spend week or month or year and just see what happens at the end of that and what's going on with your budget. And by no spend, like that's going to mean a different thing to every person. I chose to not buy clothes for a year because I hated how much money I had to spend 
because we got engaged and married in under four months and you have to buy a lot of clothes for weddings. Yes. And that was just a short amount of time and I didn't like it, but like just try a week and like see what happens. And I think it's almost just like the snowball effect of you get excited when you have more Mm -hmm. money and then it's a motivator. And that's really awesome. I do think you should probably start a savings I mean, not should probably. You should start a savings account. I do like that Dave Ramsey encourages saving a thousand dollars to start, mm-hmm. and just having that be your first little goal. Because it sounds um, intimidating at first, like if you were starting from like nothing. But it's incredible, especially when you're taking these steps that you're mentioning, Leah, where you know you're taking these small steps. It's incredible how fast you get there without even realizing it. Yes. We try to look at how much we're spending on like the fun stuff. So not anything that's like mortgage or bills or any of like the things that you have to spend that money. There's no option. And we try to save that much as well. Mm -hmm. You can work up to that, obviously, but just getting in the habit of saving makes a huge difference. Yeah. I like that. I, I remember that you did the no shopping thing, but like I had totally (laughs) forgotten about that (laughs) until you just said it. Yeah, I did that. It really, like, once I broke the general habit, because I shopped a decent amount in high school and college, because my parents just kind of were like, whatever. You have money now, so you can do what you want. Um, And once I broke the habit, it wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. And it does make you work on, like, the capsule wardrobe idea. Yeah, and I think, too, it, like, and that's one reason why I think capsule wardrobes are just so important. But really, in anything, it's, like, taking inventory of what you already have. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, honestly, one of the kind of a way to save money is to, like, organize your house. Yes. Because you will find stuff Mm -hmm. that, like, let's say you're going to buy someone a present, and you're at the store and you're going to buy a card and you're going to buy gift wrap. And then what do you do with the extra gift wrap? Do you just leave it in your car? Do you throw it away? Like where does it end up? That's why I bought a gift wrap organizer because I was buying too much. Yes. (laughs) No, seriously. Like just organize your house, like take inventory that goes for your pantry, that goes for your fridge and you will discover things. At least I do. Yeah. You know? So if you're always having to buy new things, um, first take inventory of what you have because then you're going to actually realize like what you really need to spend money on and what you don't need to spend money on. And you'll um, realize like how much you're actually going through of things. Cause so like mm-hmm. last month at the beginning of the month, I bought all of our non-perishable food up front and then like bread and stuff. And then I just froze it. And now we're at the end of the month and I still have like half the bread in the freezer which means that I don't have to buy bread next month. But like, I didn't even realize we were using as little as we were. I thought we were using a lot more. Yeah. Something that does not apply to Leah, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, definitely applies to me. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much this applies to Jackie, but getting alcohol at restaurants. Oh yeah. It applies to us a little bit. Yeah, because I, I don't, yeah, I don't we know how much y'all like, like, yeah, but it's like cheaper. us, desserts like, at restaurants applies to me. <laughs> you what? It's the same Getting thing, dessert. basically. <laughs> Getting dessert? Yeah. yeah. Dessert or soft drinks even yeah. at restaurants because 
not only are you buying, you know, that bottle of wine that's three times the price of what you're going to pay in the liquor store and then isn't even like a good brand mm -hmm. for what you're paying. And then you have to tip on that. I mean, it really adds up. So that's something and just drinking in general can be really expensive. Um, not only like weight issues, hello, and health issues, but that is a good place to kind of trim that you'll feel better by cutting back on alcohol, you'll spend less, and you can make really cute little mocktails. We have a lot of little mocktail recipes in our episodes. So to me, like, if you're looking for somewhere to start trimming, that is an easy thing that you will be, if you do drink a lot, like, it'll make you feel better. And it'll really show in your wallet, I guess. I feel like you're telling me that when I come to visit you in a couple weeks, we're having a dry weekend, even though we just talked about <laughs> distillery tours and brewery tours. No, we're definitely going to go to something like that. And okay. we'll be drinking at home. So that's different. Um, and it's a special occasion. <laughs> yeah, one area that Tyler and I are definitely not on the same page on is I always get water at a restaurant. But that's really just kind of who I am. Mm -hmm. That's not a budget thing I just like water and then he always gets sweet tea mm -hmm. and I mean it's not an argument because it's just fine that's what he wants to spend his money on and, I'm and like, you're only going out once a week once a week yeah <laughs> that <laughs> really just once a week Leah that's, I mean this I week know. it was three times a week except yeah. for at Chick-fil-a it the first day was $5 because of all like the Chick-fil-A rewards. And then the second day I got my meal for $2. Oh. I was so pumped. Okay. So, so you basically went out half a time. <laughs> okay. We normally go out to not Chick-fil-A. Like, we haven't had Chick-fil-A in months and all of a sudden we ate it three days in a row. Yeah. Okay. Then... Okay. <laughs> feel like we got sidetracked a little bit. I can take some of that out. It's fine. <laughs> I would like to go into practical steps number two. If we find <laughs> yes. A yes. So what's your next tip after starting small? This is actually my favorite one. But look at the things that you do spend money on and just find ways to do it for either cheaper or free. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was my big issue is I am a nerd and I love to read. Mm -hmm. And our first year of marriage, I spent a lot of money on books. And books are like super like twenty dollars for just like a normal book that you just want to read. Yeah. Even on the Kindle or whatever. Like Kindle so, books aren't any cheaper anymore and it really drives me crazy. It's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, so I discovered the library. Actually, after an argument one day, which is kind of funny to look back on, but that's also not relevant <laughs> that I go to the library when I'm angry. <laughs> there are worse um, things. I buy clothes when I'm angry, so I feel like the library's fine. Are you Belle? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like my mind about money, and I don't think most people think this way, but like anytime I buy something, I think about like, what can I not get now? And even Tyler is like, you're crazy because that's not how it works. <laughs> but if I like buy something that's $10, I'm like, so I can't go get ice cream. <laughs> and he's like, no, you still can. It's fine. <laughs> but that cuts anyway. you back from like buying things you don't need because you think that way, even if it is a little weird. And most people don't think that way. It does like make you think more about what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. So... For the library, we have one on the mountain, and it is actually the first thing that I got in my new name. Oh, exciting. <laughs> because I guess, yeah, oh, it was like even before I got my license changed. 
because my wedding photographer gave me wedding photos on a CD and I don't have a CD for <laughs> Mine did too. Okay, like that's a whole nother issue. I forgot about that. Yeah. I got phone calls about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other issue. And so um, anyway, I got him on a CD and I don't have a CD drive. No one had a CD drive. Like they don't make laptops with CD drives anymore. No. And so I had to go to the library and do it. But when I was there, she told me that they, you can like borrow Kindle books yes. from them. Yes. And movies. And can you do that everywhere? Most places now. At the library here in Augusta, you can borrow ebooks, audiobooks, movies. And the thing we like about the movies is you get them for a whole week and it's free rather than Redbox, which is like a yeah. dollar or two dollars or whatever, and you only get it for 24 hours. Yeah. Like we have three movies right now that we didn't pay for. And we probably rent, like, we call it renting, but it's from the library. We get like at least one movie from the library a week, I would say. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that for well over a year. That's like at least fifty movies. That yeah, yeah, for free. Also, which would usually be like five dollars. Yeah, yeah. If you get it from Amazon. So, Leah, this is more of like a local town question that really doesn't apply to anyone else. But do you guys ever do the movies on the lawn that our library does? I did them in high school, but I haven't done them with Tyler. Drew and I did That's when we were really dating, and they're now. doing. Um, I just got their like schedule in their mail with my water bill. <laughs> I read that too. <laughs> I'm not the only one. I'm so Tyler's always like here, <laughs> but they're doing like Mary Poppins and stuff soon. So I'm like, we might have to go back oh, to it. We good. have that here too. Okay, so find oh. out if your library does it because that's a good date night. That is a really good one. I oh. have well, I have like a kind of a cheat one, and like I don't know if your Amazon like Amazon doesn't listen to my podcast, so like you know, but don't shut me down. But I have an Audible subscription. Mm-hmm. We do but, too. Okay, did you know that you can return Audible books? You told me that. Okay, so even if you listen to the whole thing, if you like didn't like it or it wasn't your favorite or you're never going to listen to it again, you can go in and you can return it, and it gives you your credit back. <laughs> and you can so, share audible books with other people okay but like i think oh, you can cool. only share one like yeah no. that's true because you gave me big magic or whatever it's called yeah and then you tried to give me another one and i couldn't get it so you're right yeah i think it's oh. like i don't know they're weird about that so set but up a i will chain say of, people of who yeah. can lend you books yeah i will say that you can return them. So like I never pay more than just one a month and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So, but I kind of feel like it's almost the same thing as a library, but I'm just treating Amazon like my library. So, but I, I'll keep it. If it's a really good book, I'll keep it. But, good job, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that's my probably morally wrong. I don't know. I mean, they let <laughs> you do it. Yeah, and you can only do it on the desktop version, by the way. Oh. What are some other ways that you can do okay. what you love for free or cheaper? So Movie Pass, which isn't as good as a deal as it used to mm-hmm. be, but Jacqueline, I know that your family like gives you like gift cards to movies. And we stuff, get right? so many Fandango's gift cards and AMC gift cards. And yes, like we haven't paid for a movie in a while and but we go all the time. Mm-hmm. And also in Chattanooga we have something called Stimulus Tuesday, which on Tuesdays you can get tickets for five dollars and then they also have deals on the like drink and popcorn. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So like if you have that in your town, look it up. 
And I think a lot of movie theaters do something, not necessarily that often, but like I know ours, like during the summer for kids, we'll have like kid movie days, like once a week where it's just a series of like cartoons and things for cheaper. Definitely. But like look into it and you have to be a member of like the stub AMC stub rewards to get the $5 tickets. Mm -hmm. So like join those kind of free things. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, what is swap.com? I you might actually like that. I've never used it, but some people that I follow like it and it's like clothes. So I've never used it, so I can't actually vouch for it, but you might enjoy that one because it seems very clothes driven. It's like I think it's people selling their used clothes. Oh, okay. Okay. So you don't like like you don't like share clothes with strangers. So I just went to it and it looks exactly like thread up, which is like my obsession. Okay. So like you sell them your clothes and then they sell them (laughs) other people's clothes to you. Yeah. You've talked about thread up a lot. Yeah. Like I said, my obsession. Yeah. And then this one might be tough, but if you could cut cable, mm-hmm. cable is crazy expensive. Yes. yes. Um, and so getting rid of that and using things like Netflix or Hulu or Sling or there's like YouTube TV. Or do y'all YouTube. do Sling? I've what never is- done YouTube. Do y'all do Sling for football? We do. We do too. I don't even know how to use it. We how only do it in the fall, but I like that I can go to bed watching Chopped. I will say they have Food Network on That's, there. Our Sling um, is subscriptions about to run out because I renewed it for two months because I got a free Roku for the upstairs TV, uh-huh. but it's about to run out and I'm not renewing it, and because I don't watch it enough to make it worth the price. But at the same time, I'm like yeah. I do like I don't have to think about what I'm watching. I can just put it on. And if you have a show that's like one of your shows, mm-hmm. like a Bravo show or something, and it's not on Sling or it's not on. Um, or, like, it's not enough to, like, get on Slag or you only, like, one show. I will do season passes on Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do is, like, I'll limit myself to, you know, like, how many I do. It's, like, has to be something I really like. And then I buy the SD version versus the HD. Yes. And sometimes you have to click, like, show me more options because it's usually, like, pretty, like, a few dollars cheaper. Yeah. Um, Don't tell significantly that cheaper. because he kind of has this, we have this TV that can play like ultra yeah. HD. So everything we watch should be like ultra HD. <laughs> Drew don't like <laughs> It's okay. He doesn't anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I told cutting cable is awesome. And I honestly like Netflix original shows yes. and Hulu original shows. Yes, I know. So they're like getting very impressive production yes. values. Out like of better than network right now. Yeah. Except for This Is Us just came back. <sighs> I'm already crying and it's only one episode. Have, did y'all watch A Million Little Things? No. Okay. It's ABC's version, I think, of or NBC's version of – yeah, NBC's version of This Is Us. Oh. You know how they like always compete? Yeah. It, well, it, it's a little bit different, but it still deals with – same kind of topics. Interesting. It's pretty good. It has one episode out, so y'all give it a watch. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, and then another thing that I really like is StubHub, which we've used a couple different times, but the thing I'm most proud of is when we got Jerry Seinfeld tickets for, I think, like $9 oh, each. Wow. That was like a pride and joy moment. How did So how did you save money on StubHub? I just thought you bought tickets through it. Well, a lot of times ticket scalpers, which uh-huh. are not very good people for the ticket buying business a lot of times but if they buy a bunch of them and we waited till i think like the day of the show okay. to actually purchase our oh, tickets okay. and so 
when I found them, they were like at 12 or something, but they were originally, I think 50 or so. Yeah. I wow. came into it late and then I just waited a couple more days and it does backfire sometimes because I tried to go see Paw Patrol with my nephew and those tickets only went up and then sold out. Oh. So it doesn't work every time. Yeah. But if you think that the show has enough tickets left to where it will still be happening like that day you could buy it, it might go down. Or just like, you know, if it's something that you're not really passionate about seeing, but like you would totally go see for $10, yeah. you know, like kind of just be constantly watching it. Sounds like. Yeah. Uh, another thing that you should consider doing is if something is mass produced, don't buy it the first mm-hmm. time you see it and give yourself at least a week to decide if you really want it that much, which that's a major thing for me. I usually decide I don't want things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's like, Jacqueline, I know you like to go antique shopping. You might yeah. not want to push that too much. Um <laughs> No, I mean, no, I think that's so, Mm -hmm. that's really true, especially with mass, I like, well, I like that you said mass produced items. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Something else is, if you're shopping online, as far as I'm concerned, you should never pay for shipping. No. Anymore. No. I mean, unless it's like, unless it is something like really boutique specific that you want. But besides that, like wait for clothing, you can always wait a week, and within a week time period, there you will get an email saying free. Shipping. Right, especially if you okay. put it in your cart. A lot of times, like yes. the brand will have an abandoned cart trigger, and then you'll get an email with free shipping and a discount. Always, always, always have like a throwaway email to get those discount codes mm-hmm. because I, you know. I'm, they're like, oh, you don't want to save 10%. It's like, no, I do want to save 10%, but I don't want to get an email from you every right. day. So <laughs> go into your uh, thing, like, uh, <laughs> like give them your email, but then just do like a throwaway email address that you only give to like promotions. Also, okay. If you have a Gmail, I don't know if you guys know this, you can after your like Gmail. So if your Gmail is like your name at gmail.com, after your name, you can put a plus sign and then whatever you want after it. So if you're like signing up for, you know, Augusta Boutique, you could put your name plus Augusta Boutique at gmail.com. And then you can see if they're selling your email address to anybody because it will show you that it came to that email. Whoa. Yeah. I use that at work a lot because we have to like test. That is mind blowing. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Oh, I had no idea that you could do that. Yeah. That's cool. And I think it's Um, Gmail specific. I don't think that's That's also a good way of like I will buy stuff from Bed Bath & Beyond Mm -hmm. just because I can get the 20% coupon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like even though I I could buy it, you know, it's easier to buy it at Target because I'm at Target or something. Like if I think I can find it on Bed Bath & Beyond, then I buy it from them. Um, Also, if you know that you're going to go out to eat at like a chain restaurant, Mm -hmm. like a Chili's or something, is before the day before that you know that you're going to go sign up for their email list and you can always get a free dessert or an appetizer. And Um, if you're doing Chili's, do not sign up on your birthday because then you do not get the birthday dessert yeah don't sign up for like stuff the day of sign up like that's for jackie my mom paid for lunch so i can't complain too bad but (laughs) try to sign up um i got his free chips so it was fine well speaking of food i know y'all mentioned a couple times and then we brought up how we don't eat out a lot which is something we had to work Mm -hmm. towards like that was not something that Mm -hmm. happened overnight like that was probably like a at least two year process of and we kind of did it like by meals like we got hardcore about like, all right, eating dinner at home. Mm-hmm. And like, we kind of focused on that and gave ourselves like a lot of grace with lunch. Right. 
And then once we got good at dinner, then we had leftovers, which kind of became lunch. Mm -hmm. And then I then actually when we moved closer, it also helped because Tyler could come home for lunch. But we still don't always do that. And then breakfast, once we had lunch and dinner down, just kind of happened a lot more Mm -hmm. easily. But I think a mistake a lot of people make with the eating at home more is they like do too much too fast and then it all just becomes overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely advise like picking one of the meals that either you have the most recipes for, or I don't know, just if whichever one works out best for you. I feel like for most people, that's probably dinner. Yeah. And working on that one first. And then with groceries, if you have things like Aldi's or Lidl's nearby, they can save you a lot of money. You do have to keep in mind, I'm pretty sure they still don't take credit cards. I can't remember. I think you might have to have a debit card or cash. And oh, then I never realized that, or at least ours didn't. I don't know. For a while. I don't, yeah, I like That's try to always do my debit card for groceries, so I never think think about it. Going meatless once or twice a week mm-hmm. can do a lot for your budget. That's my grocery. Um, books. something that we've recently started doing because my Keurig started making this filling, filling, and then it was just like gush water. Oh. It was like filling, and then it was just like would empty. Your, your the- Keurig talks. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it really talks. <laughs> It may have oh. said filling. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, what kind of, like, mine's not that but sophisticated. But it's like, you know, I don't know. It was loud. It's like making noise. Okay. It's like filling. Like, it has a thing oh, on the screen. Okay. It's filling, filling, and then it's just, like, gush water. Mm-hmm. And um, so we started, we have a small coffee pot that belonged to Jordan's grandmother, and it makes, like, two or three cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. And so we've started using just coffee grounds, and it is so much cheaper than this stupid K-cup. So we have a reusable K-cup, and then I'll sometimes use coffee grounds, but Drew just got into coffee and is still learning his way around that. So we've been doing um, K-cups, but I buy my own mocha syrup and make my own iced coffee. Oh, that's smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can – I think that coffee is definitely something that, like, when I didn't work at home, that – um, I would spend money on Absolutely. because like I would go grab a coffee or, you know, you need a pep in your step or whatever. So drinking at the office or bringing stuff like to the office to make your coffee better mm-hmm. there so that you like drink it there. You don't go to Starbucks before. Yeah. I mean, pay cups are expensive yes. and Starbucks is expensive and it's not really that much better. So. Also, if you are <laughs> going to buy K cups though, and you have a Costco membership, the Kirkland's brand are made in the same factory as the Starbucks. So they're the exact same thing. Gotcha. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good to know. And a lot cheaper. We don't have a Keurig, but we just have the normal pot because Tyler doesn't like the Keurig. And I don't really drink yeah. coffee. So you have to go with whatever he wants since you don't have any skin in the game. Yeah. And definitely, I'm, well, just buying at grocery stores is like getting the store brand. Right. It's so much, like such an easy way to save money. I have, Drew has a list of things I have to buy um, name brand, but everything else is Store brand. Drew would have a list. He's such a <laughs> Yeah. So he has to have the Goldeen's um, spicy brown mustard and it has to be Heinz ketchup. Yeah. Okay. I agree with the Heinz yeah, ketchup. That's I don't eat ketchup. So I'm like, okay. Because I bought the like super cheap, like 80 cent ketchup once. And he's like, this uh-uh. is disgusting. And then no, I have to like buy plastic. name brand mayonnaise. Yes. I agree with yeah. that too. But everything else is store so brand. particular about his content. <laughs> yes. He very, he very much is. It's, he's an Enneagram type one. Yes. Which we just, just discovered this morning. I need to make Tyler look over that and take that test. It's very interesting. I th- okay, then what was your last tip? My last tip, we don't have kids yet. But if you do have kids, 
I think swap date nights with another couple would be a really great idea. So like uh-huh. you take their kids mm-hmm. one night and go on a date and then the other night they take your kids and go That's on a so date. Because babysitters are expensive. And I feel like it's hard to find people you can trust now. Yeah. But maybe it's because I'm like constantly worried about my niece and nephews and where they are and what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I think because like when I babysat, I babysat for like the same three families and that was it. And if I wasn't available, a lot of times they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll do tomorrow night instead of like finding a different babysitter. And then who is – okay, so you have something else written here about finding a money mentor like you were talking about. Oh, um, it's Clark Howard. Oh, oh, I skipped it. Sorry. <laughs> finding a money mentor I think is a great idea just so you can have someone whose website you go to and you'll have like consistent information. And Dave Ramsey's a really good one. Suze Orman I don't know as much about. I just know she's like a person uh-huh. and that she's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brittany Castro I heard – on a podcast recently and I can't even remember which podcast it was but she she's a little more like millennial based Mm -hmm. and like probably our generation driven um I tend to like the people who are geared towards people in like their 60s because I'm boring I have another one she's Rachel Cruz somehow like connected to Dave Ramsey and she's like very if you listen to our podcast, you would probably like her because she's like bubbly and um, younger, has kids, um, but she's all about getting out of Dave Ramsey is her father. Yeah, he I was really about to yeah. say, you might be talking about his and, daughter because yeah. they wrote a book he together. about her on his podcast. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. And she's in Brentwood, Tennessee. Yes. So that's why I know of her. Okay. Because isn't Dave Ramsey in Nashville? What? Can I go see him? <laughs> yeah, let's just show up to his sure. house. Go try. <laughs> He's in Franklin, no, so yes. Oh, yeah. That's right below Nashville. Yeah. That's where the rich people live. <laughs> well, he's very that rich. That just completely destroyed my image of Paramore. Oh, wait, Paramore, what? the band, is out of Franklin. Oh, and I never well. like thought of them as like rich kids. How do you know where bands They have a song from? about it. So what are some like direct conversations or kind of stuffs that you need to... Um... Like if you need help getting started. I would start looking at people that you know and that you already look up to and that you look at their lives and think like where they are, however many years ahead of you is like similar to where I want to be. And I wouldn't pry too much and like ask about how much they make because they might think that's weird and how much they save, but just get their opinions on like how they handle money, whether it's in their relationship, if they're married or if they're single. Um, I started being mindful of that because I would notice that there were people in like their thirties, which is just like a teeny bit ahead of me that were saying things like, Oh, there's never a good time to have kids. Like you just have to go for it one day type thing. But I've heard then, that a lot oh, too. I, I, I hear it at every family function. <laughs> oh, you're never going to be ready. I'm like, but we're definitely not ready now. So, but then I have like, probably one of my strongest mentors in my life is in her forties. And like, there's just a lot of stuff going on in her life. And she one day told me, Leah, no matter how much money you think you need to be ready to have kids, you need more. And like, it was a little bit like, Ooh, but at the same time, like she had like some very solid reasonings behind it. And like, yes, you can't plan for Mm -hmm. everything, but you should be just hope for the best, expect the worst. Yes. Yeah. And then also, if the culture in your family is open to like 
discussing money to some degrees. I know in some families, like it's like not cool at all. So then definitely don't like make your parents feel uncomfortable. But my mom's pretty open with sharing what she and my dad went through and how they handled things and decisions they made and like why they did this, not that. And so when I start telling her, like, I'm getting serious about saving, she's very supportive and gives me advice and stuff that I'm like, oh, you think about this Mm -hmm. stuff too. Like, Mm -hmm. and that it's just things that like, we don't talk about retirement accounts when she and I go out to lunch on a regular basis. Like I had to bring it up because she's a normal person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't just Um, sit around and talk about IRAs. So straight. (laughs) (laughs) And... So she actually brought up that if, because I guess as I'm older, like I'm harder to shop for. So she brought up the idea, would I rather get money for a retirement fund than gifts? And I was like, yeah, I love because that. I am not like, I just don't want a ton of stuff right now. Like there's some things I want and I'll tell her that, uh-huh. but I love that she even put that on yeah. the table. Yeah. that's. Awesome. But I know that's not everyone's family situation. Right. And then probably the biggest thing is just, again, to give yourself grace and to know that you're not going to do it perfectly each time or every week. And I try to live by the thought of instead of like new year, new me, like going radical, I try to make Mondays being my time of like, okay, you spent a lot of money this weekend, but it's Monday and you're going to get it together. (laughs) That's so much more controllable than a whole year. Because if you completely mess up your goals in July and you made it for the whole year, you're probably just going to dump it. And so I like just, there are a lot of times on weekends, honestly, where we do not stick to our goals. And then on Monday, we just have to recoup and get it Mm -hmm. back together. And it's a new week. I like that. I love that. That's awesome. Um, And like we were saying earlier is definitely... We will make some sort of printable download, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, all the for- time, but Leah said she was going to do this one, so it might actually happen. <laughs> I really will. I will really try to do this. No, and I mean, I know you talk about this kind of stuff, like y'all just did a home edition, added mm-hmm. a, like a whole new room oh, yeah. in your house, and like you talk about this kind of stuff on your Instagram story some. So definitely follow Leah for more of this kind of content. And thank you so much for being on. I feel like it just makes me think of all these things that like I need to be doing that I'm not doing. This was fun. It was kind of weird to have to talk back to y'all because I listen to (laughs) y'all as soon as an episode drops and it's just my fun way to hear about y'all's lives. So to have to answer is harder than I thought. (laughs) You were so funny. Okay, Leah, tell them where can they find you online and your uh, Instagram and also your business? Uh, I am a photographer. Did we say that? I did. I think I I'm a wedding photographer, but <laughs> it's fine. I mean, that's what I am. I'm a photographer on Instagram. I'm just Leah Janik and my business is Lumery Photo and Design. And that's really the main place you can find me. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. And you can also find Leah in our Facebook group, which is at the Millennial Homemakers. Oh, yeah, I am <laughs> Jackie Gibber. And you can find us on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers. You can find Jacqueline at Jacqueline Humble and I am at JV Alexander 16. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and also give us a little review on the iTunes store because 
that's the best way to help us grow and help other millennials find about our episodes and these kind of topics. Hope that y'all have a great day and we'll see you next week. Thanks guys. Bye.